That is Blueberry with no E's dot com. Blueberry with no E's dot com. Remember, you drop the E's. Is it us? Or did online radio just get a bit more culture? To find out more, log into www.odacastradio.com. Odacastradio.com. Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neogenesis Evigallion. This is the Bonsai Beat Podcast, each week bringing you anime news, current and classic show reviews, and entertaining discussion from a fan's perspective. Here is Jello Kuhn and Zaldar. Welcome, Zeldar. Welcome. Welcome. What the hell you. was that in the beginning today? I don't know. It's something I threw in there because it was fun. <laughs> Somebody just didn't like the beginning music and decided to shoot it. Exactly. And that's what happens. <laughs> that's how we roll. If we don't like something, we just shoot it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So welcome to episode 90, The Bonsai Beat. <clears throat> um, like I said, this week we have a review of Wrecketeer. Yes. Hopefully. Capitalism ho. Capitalism ho, indeed. So, uh... <laughs> You do still have that sheet I sent you, right? Because I'm not going to be able to read that on the air. But I do want you to put it up on your website. I'll find a link for it. <laughs> Send it to me again later, and we'll uh, okay. get there. Yeah, yeah. There. Either you put it up or find a link for it or something, But because there's no way I'm going to be able to read that, and it just wouldn't have the same effect. I guess. So, it's another week. What have you been watching? I swear to God, have you seen I have... Started Last Exile. Ah, finally, you start something new. Yes, I start something new now. So it's been recommended, so watched th- uh, three episodes so far. And it's interesting. Uh, I'm not sure I completely understand exactly what's going on yet. There, it's, there's, it's, there seems to be two people that are fighting, but there seems to be this thing they keep calling the guild that, that is supposed guild. to kind of regulate the fighting. It's so original. <clears throat> Has seemed now to be taking sides, so the guy who started out as a messenger, I think, is about to get pissed off and join, join the war effort somehow. Ah. But it's weird. It's like, um, you know, you took the Navy and you put it in the, in the sky because rather than kind of like modern air warfare, they have these big, huge battleship-like things that seemed to just float somehow um, on steam, I'm assuming. Is it like, is it like uh, Koopa's uh, ship in Mario Brothers 3? Oh, God. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. But, it, but, I mean, it is like you take an American ocean battleship and put it in the sky well, and, have, and have them, you know, just <clears throat> slug things at each other from across long distances. Oh, there uh, you go. 
and it's so it's it's very different. It's uh, interesting. The animation is incredibly good. Uh, the characters are semi decent so far. It seems to have Yoko Kono music at least in the end because I recognize the ending song, and the ending mm. song is wonderful. Oh, there you I go. don't recognize the beginning, but I think it's I think they're both Yoko Kono, and I I love her to death. So I may have to find the the music to this somewhere. So it sounds it. like if your ship gets sunk, you are guaranteed to die because you're yeah, because you hit the, the ground literally. And there's some in the first couple episodes that do, and you know the <laughs> ship goes down and all hands are lost. And it it's weird. It does like what almost looks like a nuclear explosion, but is not. Hmm. And there seems to be some strange things where they can actually in the very first episode where they seem to be kind of warping through something. Or at least it look the the they call it the grand stream, mm-hmm. and it looks I don't know haven't haven't figured it out yet, but uh, it definitely seems to be a post apocalyptic world a little bit, as in things like clear water are very very uh, not common. Gotcha. Two main two main characters see water that oh my god you can actually see yourself through the water, and it's this big huge thing. Do they live in the sky? Give them a break. Yeah, evidently. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. It seems to be anti-war so far, which is good, mm-hmm. but it's been interesting. Gotcha. Um, so how many episodes like is there, and how many are you through? Oh, I'm through three, and there's like seven DVDs. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah, it's long. Fun. So I almost didn't start it. I almost started something else. I hear you. Then the DVDs are named... Um, Somewhat after chess moves. So there's like... It's interesting. You have, you have like first move, and you have the last one I think is sealed move. And yeah, there's one that is chess. almost named Queen Sacrifice. Not completely, but... Gotcha. I continued watching When They Cry. I'm only in episode, I think, 12 now. I didn't watch that many since I last since last weekend. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't been liking the story arc they're on now. And honestly... I'm getting kind of bored with the fact that it's like Groundhog Day, like I said. Mm-hmm. But but it's a mystery. You get to see a little new piece every time, and you have to yeah, watch Yeah, but I mean, like, that. every character is set differently. I mean, now, like, the police officer is evil. And shit. You're seeing the same thing through different perspectives. This and isn't depending a different on perspective. your perspective, like that's what happens. This isn't a perspective at all. All the same characters show back up. I'm just saying that I'm getting tired of <clears throat> I'm getting tired of seeing all the different characters in different scenarios and you're the way you feel about the characters changes and it's really weird because it's like it <laughs> all this is it, this being just doing what it's supposed to do because that's that's what it's meant to do because it is supposed to show that your perspective is what matters mm-hmm. that that Rela- reality is always based on your perspective. Gotcha. Well, I just that saw was, the one where, the, point. <laughs> where uh, the kid just murdered a guy. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. Of course, that doesn't narrow it down at all since that pretty much happens in every episode of yeah, this Yeah, but it's the kid who's supposed to. He's like the main character. He's not oh, supposed okay. to murder people. Of course, technically, I guess this is the second time he's murdered people, so yep. maybe he's supposed to. And the, and the nurse was like, did you bury the body? And... Like oh, I also started watching Genshiken. Uh, Genshiken. Yep, Genshiken. I don't oh, know. Genshiken. Okay, I, I thought you said chicken, it. and I was yeah. gonna be like, what? Yes, chicken. 
<laughs> made by Colonel Sanders. It's an I don't know, you know. Um, one one. It's an interesting show. I find it interesting, like in terms of like, okay, I'm gonna watch it. I actually pondered upon this show because I was looking on right stuff, and uh, they have this they have this big sale going on. And I'm like, ah, read the synopsis. It was about like a shy. It's about a shy like college kid who's an otaku, <clears throat> and he finds a club called Genshiken, also known as like the visual, like the study of modern visual or visual. Mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Either way, he joins a club. He's shy. And, uh, they go to the con, he's never bought a hentai, so they take him to, like, the fourth floor of a, of a manga shop where there's all kinds of hentai, and they name drop anime and video games like crazy. And they actually watch, the big show at the time is Kujibiki Unbalanced, which you can get here in America, and, uh, they even have the first episode on the disc. And they actually have their own little menu system for it. It's pretty funny. They actually, pretty and then they actually call the main show uh, the bonus features of, of the Kujubiki on Bandit. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. That's, but, that's um, at least creative. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I'm watching that. I got through the first four episodes. I got the second disc on hand. It has another... It's like 12 episodes. Very quick show. I'm going to probably just breeze through here. Probably return the first disc and get the third one here by Wednesday. I'll let you know about it by next week for sure. It's interesting. And I actually had to go and read like Anime on DVD's review to kind of get everything because I'm not I don't you know I, this whole thing of of I'm super otaku or whatever like that I don't that's over my head. You know? <laughs> so I had it was news to me like oh hey um, so, like, there was, uh, you know, all these references that go over my head. So I had to read the review and be like, huh, I wonder what's going on here. So that's Genshiken, and when would they cry? And I don't know, it's, I don't know if the show should even be brought out in America, but it is. And people seem to like it. It's more, it's, it's definitely otaku bait. So, but yeah. <clears throat> you say that like it's a bad thing. Well, I'm not an otaku, and uh, have no plans to be. Okay, you 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 are on an anime podcast. To me, that means you qualify. But no, I like talking about it and telling people my opinions, and hearing other people's opinions on anime, mm-hmm. and giving people the latest news and all mm-hmm. that stuff. That called that makes you qualify. You can have a job and you know be reasonably sane and still be an otaku in my vote. In my book. Right, I'm, I'm very, 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 but, very far in the closet. Mm, Still you don't very talk far to in the people closet. who don't know about it, about your anime? I told I my boss... I fact it. Okay, I'll tell you this story. I had just gotten an anime in 2006, 2007. I was watching it hardcore. I started a new job in 2008. And boss was like, oh, so what do you do for fun, you know, outside of doing, you know... PC crap, and I'm like, oh, anime, video games. He's like, anime? That hentai shit with mm. tentacles and rape and bondage? And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> and the entire time I worked there, he gave me shit left and right. 
just gave me shit up and down. Nothing by it, but still, I don't think it gave me a favorable view of other coworkers uh, from other coworkers. So. Well, you should just, have educated him and brought in some good stuff. I mean, brought in some Ava or, you know. Or police teacher. Yeah, well, yeah, no, that would not have made him, his opinion any better. Hey, police teacher's not a hentai. Or what's the Well, <laughs> might as well be. He's like my or what's friend. the one that, um, you, that we stopped watching because we could just always get it on Sakara Complex? Exactly. Oh, uh, Sis X Sis. You could have brought that in. That would have given him a real good opinion of it. Yes, because uh, that existed in 2008. Well, it didn't, but still. <laughs> Let me go to the future. Yeah, you're gonna. You're, you're not. Aren't you that good? Show him Akisora. You're that good, aren't you? Come on. Exactly. You you have that time machine in your back. Okay. 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 This week in anime news, brought to you by Anime News Network. Hooray for them! So news. And yes. no, I do not own a time machine because if I did, I would have lottery numbers like every fucking day. Wow, I love the picture that we have for our first news story here. God, I hate boys love manga. <laughs> Libra Publishing Company Littitude, uh, who specializes in boys' lo- love, has confirmed with ANN on Friday that it sent cease and desist notices to several fan groups, uh, which translate boys' love into English, since you know they're going to try and start selling it here now. Um, last resources reported that some of them complied... With the, with the request to remove them. Now, Libra told ANN that as a publisher, it was entrusted with the rights to these works by their authors, so it was important for the company to protect those rights. Libra wants readers, not just in Japan, but worldwide, to understand that protecting the author's rights goes hand-in-hand with producing their work. Um, Libra points toward a page on his website which details its stance on copyrights. Then, mm-hmm. uh, of course, they're doing this because they began publishing several of their manga titles on the Kindle in English this past March. Well, you know, this is a niche genre in the United States. Or in any Japan, uh, I would think, too, but I could be wrong. I'm not sure about in Japan, but I mean in America, like... Very, very niche. I don't know. You know, maybe maybe we're both wrong, and I understand where they're coming from. Hey, we gotta protect their copyrights and this and that other thing. I I certainly agree with them. I get that. But, uh, hey, Pepper. But, um, like, I would be happy that, hey, people are actually downloading and enjoying our our stuff. Granted, they're not getting a sale. Then why not offer a digital, uh, you know, I mean, the Kindle. What's they're doing? They're doing it on Kindle. Who the fuck owns a Kindle, though? Do you know anybody who owns a Kindle? Yes. Well, my mom owns one, yes, but she's old. (laughs) Doesn't read Boys Love Manga. She did. I don't want to know. Hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> Should I call her up right you now? Even more in the closet than you do. <sighs> Though, yes, that would be weird. If you found if we found that out, we you have to tell us on the air. Because oh God! Yep. Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> so good luck to them. Obviously, people are complying. You know, no matter what copyright IPs are. Well, I don't know. Moving yep. on. Yep. Yep. So, 
Crunchyroll adds Time Jam, Valerine, and Loreline. And I guess these are the people we have to go through for a time machine. I don't know. But the media distribution website Crunchyroll has announced on Friday that it begins streaming the French-Japanese. There's a combination I never thought I would hear. Hmm. Animated series Time Jam, Valerine, and Loreline at 15 – what, 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Daylight Time in the United States. Uh, it's a 2007 series. It's evidently based on a science fiction graphic novel by uh, artist Jean-Claude Miserere. So it looks like – oh, it's the guy that did the Fifth Element set design. Okay, well, he can't write, but he can draw then probably. And writer uh, Pierre Christian, who I don't know anything he's written. The anime studio State Light is producing the television series. Uh, You can – if you have a subscription, you can watch all 40 episodes now. Uh, five episode batches. It's going to roll out for everybody else. What a weird so, number. I've 40. yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of this, but the idea of the Japanese taking on a French science fiction uh, comic book. Why surprise? Seems weird to me. I'm not so. They're running out I may of check it out. Oh, I should say I have been actually reading um, the Akira manga now. Hoping that they make more sense in the movie. Got through the first one. We'll see. Just thought I'd throw that out there since I forgot to talk about it in the beginning. Okay. But yeah, so this is – I might have to check this out and see what it's – You like science fiction. Yeah, yes, I do. But French science fiction, like everything else, French is generally very, very weird. All they'll do is carry around baguettes and wear berets. No, no, no. no it's more than that. But that's all right. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Blockbuster. When this we did a move that should su- surprise no one – yeah. Because they did not choose correctly with technology, and this is what yeah. happens if you do not choose correctly with technology. Correctly. Is filing for bankruptcy protection <clears throat> rather than actually moving all of their stuff online and trying to own that space? They gave it up to other people, so they're going bankrupt. I'm bummed because I used to work for Blockbuster, mm. and I was our number two salesman in the district. Papa, yeah, bitch, I can sell. Um. I know back in when I worked for them in early '05, you know Netflix was just getting started. I mean, they'd been around for a little bit, and uh, I know that they were rolling out their online thing, um, and we could do trade-ins, you know, via that way. So let's say you ordered a DVD uh-huh. or two off of the website, you watched them, you could turn them back in at the store level. And then go pick out another movie off the shelf or or whatever else without having waited for them to come. But nobody did that, and nobody cared, wanted to do that. that oh, I maybe, now. yeah. There was such a small percentage of people that would bring in their stuff. I know right. when I was working, our big thing was to push the loyalty program where it was X amount of dollars. I think it was like 10 or 15 bucks. Gotcha one or two out at a time, unlimited rental in store. And, uh, you know, I think Net, I think Netflix just said, hey, the, what's easier than driving, you know, their marketing was so much well done. You know, mm-hmm. don't drive, just drop it off in the mailbox. You know. Yep. And, uh. So there, you know, I'm not surprised. Like you said, you no one surprises. If you bet wrong in a capitalist society, you lose. Exactly. Um, they lost. So, you know, and yeah, they were just late to the game. 
They yep. bungled a lot of stuff. I think they had a deal with Roku or something. Uh, I don't even know. And uh, they screwed that up. You can actually, on the, th- on the TiVo, I know I have Blockbuster online. I've never used it, though. I've got Netflix, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd like to hear Dang. anyone's ex- experience with the uh, uh, Netflix online. I think, or the ba- uh, Blockbuster online. I just remember looking at it early on, and it not having a lot of anime, and it didn't have a lot of anything at the time. It was still pretty, pretty, you know, getting, oh shit, getting started, you know. And Netflix has stuff that I haven't even heard of half the time. I mean, Netflix has pretty much everything. It's amazing. Yeah, for sure. Their library of stuff has just gotten crazy big. Mm-hmm. You can move on so, to that story. Oh, no, it's okay. It's, they're they're going to be closing stores, and it's sad for the people that work at those stores, but their jobs are they can pretty much they they're they are not their niche can they can fill you know another type of job they're not very specialized so hey we had to fail shut up but they're gonna close 500 to 800 more stores so yep okay so redline is open in california and japan on the same october weekend the San Francisco-based Viz Cinema Theater confirmed that it will show the anime film Redline from October 8th to October 14th. The California screening run coincides with the film's opening in Japan on October 9th. Uh, the film has had screenings in other countries at film festivals and is playing on Thursday in Austin, Texas. Uh, ah, okay. Redline. Redline follows a daredevil driver with a customized vehicle driver. named Trans Am. Who enters an yeah? Who enters an interplanetary tournament held once every five years, where the deadliest racers compete? I hope, they, I hope they have the uh, intergalactic planetary song by Beastie Boys playing. That'd be awesome. And many, and many people play plan to play the game for their own ends. Boom, boom, boom. Sounds like a new. Uh, evidently of produced racer. by Madhouse and directed by Takisha Koki, who did the Animatrix's world record. Uh, was written by Kastiro Ishii, who did Piro Popo and Trava, which I've never heard of. Uh, so, so if you're in California, you can now go check this out at the same time that you're going to be seeing it in Japan. All right. So, which is pretty cool. California Ready? gets everything, jerks. Yep, they do. No fair. But they're they're the big market for this kind of stuff. Yeah, and they live like right next door. Well, except yep. that ocean being yep, in the yep, way. Yep. Oh, more K on news. I think I'll just skip this one. Here hey, this is important. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, K on tops somebody as number one anime in BD sales. They beat but- Baka Monogatari mm-hmm. in uh, Blu ray sales. Again, shows that people have no taste. Hey, I'm buying K on when it comes out. I get point in point in fact. Point hey, in you fact. Know what? F you. <laughs> yeah. So the Genshinken manga returns as Genshinken two in Japan. So I'm guessing the creator just needed more money. <laughs> but the November yeah, issue of, of Kandasha's monthly afternoon magazine and announcing this week that the Genshinken manga will return as Society for the Study of Modern Visual Culture. Uh, in the story, club president is trying to hang on to new students, and the cross-dressing boy, Hato, evidently appears as well. All right. uh, you need to play It's a Trap now. The first manga series followed the lives of the otaku and the college c- club 
Genshiken, which is evidently the Society for the Study of Modern Visual Culture. How they got 20 words out of one, I don't know. But. <laughs> Over 3 million copies of the manga's compiled book volumes have been published. Uh, Del Rey published the first one, as well as a spinoff in North America. Uh, Media, Blaster, Media Blasters licensed two television anime series, the Genshinken videos, and the spinoff anime. There you go. So it's coming back. Don't know, since Media Blasters is pretty much dead, if we'll ever see anything of it here. But if you happen to know what it is, which I don't. We actually uh, already have number two out in America. It's coming back. I don't think, no, 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 we don't have the Genshinken 2, because yeah, it's just do. started. The manga does. Yeah, the manga, but not the Mon- anime. There's already a Genshinken 2 out in America here. It must be not related to this, then, since it has the manga just started. Well, I don't know what it is. It's on Netflix. I can rent it now. Hmm. Don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just an anime-only thing. Don't know. I don't know either. Well, evidently... Uh, Baki Montagari anime drawings were stolen during an exhibit. Uh, the anime studio Ufotable announced on Monday that two drawings from the production of the Bakatamagori anime series Baka were stolen Monogatari. from the original art expedition on September the 7th. How would dare someone do that? I uh, know, man. I, well, I guess anime has become fine art now and it's being stolen. And there you go. Hikaru Kondo, representative director, apologized to the staff and everyone else involved. Uh, the two photo cafe locations in Tokyo's Nanako area and Takashima City held the exhibition from August to September the 12th uh, to mark the release of the sixth and final Blu-ray. Uh, two correction drawings were what were stolen. And why wouldn't they be? Evidently, animation people make these to show what changes need to be made to other anime's drawings during production. Uh, Oh, wow. These are no copies. These drawings would have been essential for the production of future series or related products. Oh, give me a break. You're acting like, oh, no, those are stolen. We're totally screwed. Oh, whatever. (laughs) He added that if similar incidents occur in the future, it's going to be impossible to hold more expedition. And he also asked for them to send them back. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we have them. What are you going to do with them, though? You can't eat I, them. Uh, you, can, you can sell those things eventually. There is a black market for stolen. I mean, even um, think people, people steal things from the Louvre and sell them. Oh, really? Yeah, not often, but well, it does happen. Say. Maybe they're just going to stick them underneath their, their futon. Yeah. And, uh... Somehow I doubt it was an Otaku that stole it. Hopefully they had better security than that. What? Otaku could be like ninjas. They probably watch a lot of uh, Naruto. <laughs> That's right. They watch a lot of uh, Samurai 7 or something. Maybe, maybe that was why uh, um, the Microsoft guy you know, got so upset at Japan since they wouldn't let him take his ninja stars out of the country. No, that was Steve back. Jobs. Oh, that was the Apple guy. That's right. The other ridiculously huge rich guy. Gonna t- hey, you know what? Japan was looking out for the safety of Steve Jobs' pilots because he could have ninja starred them and caused terrorism on his own private jet because Steve Jobs is crazy <laughs> like that. <laughs> he has cancer and he might do things. That's right. No, I'm just kidding. That's mean. So, yeah, Bokamonogatari's crap stolen why do you do it in the first place I gotta think they're just like on the honor system like they don't steal these we can't afford security guards we're an animation studio 
Well, then they almost deserve to have stuff stolen from them if they're that retarded. <sighs> I guess. Because, I mean, it is art. You protect art. Any other news? Don't think so. Let me check uh, Anime Vice real quick. Our other news source. Uh, most of their stuff is just fan-driven stuff right now. They're arguing about low-life stuff again. Man. Uh, he's continuing to watch Gurren Lagann. Uh, Wait, and stuff, all that stuff on Bleach. Oh, and then they have a trailer up for Redline. All right, so you want to move on? So, yep, I'm ready to move on. You're not going to do my review first? No. All right. What the fuck? You can't say any dirty words. Really? So you can't say fuck? No. And you can't say shit? No. The bonsai beat. What the fuck of the week? Damn, dude, that kid is fucked up. Shut up, Stan. Sure. All right, what the fuck of the week? This week is a teacher feeds pupil roach poison cookies. You know, as bad as I think the American system isn't, the education system is in America. Thank God we are not Japan. Dude, this picture. A teacher is, awesome. is in hot water for misleading a schoolgirl into eating cockroach poison laced cookies. I love that, and it's not for killing her, but for the incident began in an Osaka high school. When a 53-year-old teacher was asked by a female pupil what the dumplings placed on the staff room floor were. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> okay, go move. Well, maybe she, she may be. She may have deserved this. The teacher jokingly responded that they were teacher's special cookies and then turned her attention elsewhere. Thinking the student was not a total fool. Uh, the people spotted more of the cookies on a desk and promptly proceeded to munch one, saying it was nasty. Uh, yes. They were dumplings, in fact, dumplings made with flour and boric acid. Nice. And as a chemist, yes, that will fuck you up for the purpose of killing cockroaches. The pupil was immediately taken to the hospital where her stomach was pumped. She is said to be recuperating. Well, come on. The principal explained why his school was infested with cockroaches and incredibly stupid students. With the summer heat, the cockroaches had become abnormally active, so a teacher brought some boric acid from a pharmacist and made dumplings from them. The principal errs on the side of caution and blames the teacher. Oh, nice. It might have worked as yeah, a joke in a previous era, uh, but now many students don't know about these boric acid cakes. I've warned the teacher about her careless remarks. I'm sorry. Come on. Give me a break. It's the student's an idiot, okay? If they're on the floor and they're spaced out, obviously, is okay. These are here for something to eat and die. I Dude, mean... How old was the kid again? High school. So it began maybe they were in, in the Osaka special high kids' room. Yeah, maybe she I, I, you know, special... I think that's what she might need to be. I, maybe she was in the held back, if, like, if, you know, she's in the special ed. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. But boric acid is commonly used as a relatively safe insecticide. Uh, it is, however, still considered highly toxic and fatal to humans in large doses, and it's also not very pleasant. Small doses cause vomiting and diarrhea with the possibility of a variety of unpleasant long-term effects. And I'm sure the commerce here is, you know, saying she's an idiot. She deserved it, but... Uh, oh, come on. So you know, the, t- the first comment is, of course, stupid, you eat everything that looks delicious. Very good. Yes, because she does. Yep. But that's. I don't know if it has a K on picture with it, but blah, who cares? <laughs> uh, 
But that's, that is our what the fuck of the week. So evidently, stupid people are not only in America. Thank God. Well, of course not. Why would they be? For shame. Yeah. How dare you assume things? <sighs> I don't know. That girl must have been, like, in their dumb class or something. And if that's the case, yeah, the teacher should have known better. But yeah, I think we just give young people too much credit these days. Okay. And they fail us. Yeah. Alright. Well, you know, survival of the fittest. Yeah, okay. If you say She's so. obviously not fit. Exactly. She's not. It's another week and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Alright. DVD picks. For yes, this yes. week. I'm picking Toradora Part 2. Hopefully. 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 News America fixed the issues. And there will not be a recall. <laughs> yeah. What are you picking? Ah, uh, it was hard for me this week, but between the Hell Girl the collection or the Full Alchemist, <clears throat> Full Metal Alchemist collection, but I think I'm going to go with the Full Metal Alchemist, uh, especially if you're liking the second one that's coming out. The first one is not as good, but it is definitely worth buying. Certainly better than the Devil May Cry collection. Hey, Devil May Cry. But, might, I don't know. For there's sure. also a Persona thing coming out this week, but I haven't known anything about that at all. It's from a game. It's a good know. game. I knew that much. You shoot but, yourself in the head and a monster comes out of your brain. Oh, well, now that's odd. It's, it's a very fun game. But it's a dungeon crawling game, just like your review. Well... <laughs> Yeah, really, like mine does not qualify as a dungeon crawling game. But that is part of it. How'd you like that transition? Yes, very good. All right. So let's talk about Racketeer. So, first off, this is a Japanese game, so it's going to be weird. Second, it's a Japanese game, so it is going to be as hard as shit. And cute. Yeah, and that was going to be the third thing, but it's going to be insanely cute. And it is. It is insanely cute. Uh, so briefly, Moy is the sniper. You are uh, a cute lowly mo, uh, who has a father that's pretty much a dick. Basically, he goes off and doesn't come back for like three months. Reminds you know. of Hayate's parents. Yeah, they just sat on with a debt sink. Fend for yourself. Yep. Good luck. And ev- but evidently, you know, a, a fairy shows up, and the fairy's a loan shark, which in and of itself is pretty funny. Yes. Uh, um, and she has a But and your dad has evidently, from this fairy's organization, driven up some ridiculously huge debt. And, well, you know, rather than going into the dungeon to, uh, to find things to pay off your debt, because who wants to do that, really? That's not fun. No, no, no. You're going to open up an item store and sell things to the people who are going off into the dungeon to get shit. So th- that is what you do. This is an item store simulator. So if you've ever pl- wanted, played an RPG and wanted to be the guy running the item store, well, here's now your chance. And you're a girl. <laughs> and, well, yeah, you're a low-light girl, but yeah, that's irrelevant. And the, ma- the most amazing thing about this game is that it is actually fun. Um, and it seems like complex. it would be boring as hell. But what makes it fun is the characters and the, ins- out of, you know, the insane translation. Uh, suppose the people who did this, this is like 
two or three people, very small company, uh, did it out, basically out of their basement, probably. Uh, I don't know Japanese. I don't know how you know it was n- not supposed to be translated word for word, but it was supposed to keep the humor and the feel of the original. They did a good and it job. does that very well. It is incredibly funny. Um, you're playing the game, and you know the fairy talk stuff about like uh, uh, Roger, Roger Smith would be very happy for, or Adam Smith would be very proud of us right now. Whenever you've sold something for a huge amount of money, uh, when whenever you are selling something, the little box where you're typing in your ta- your price will say "capitalism ho." Um, there and this, you know, she's out walking in the. In the city at night one time and see somebody that looks somewhat suspicious. So her response is, like I said in the beginning, that a hoodlum is going to steal my cuteness. Uh, So it is a very funny game. Uh, You are running an item store. So you are choosing things to sell, selling them to people as they come in and trying to make a profit. Uh, Two ways you can get items. You can either buy items from the guild. There's evidently a guild of item shop people. Who knew? Or you can actually go into dungeons with other people and get get items yourself to sell back in your item shop. You're Louie. Um, what makes it one of the things that makes it hard is well, there's no manual really, and the beginning of the game, you know, it, it tells you some things that are not really completely true. Um, it talks about selling things at 130 percent markup, and yeah, that's the way to make the most money in the beginning, but. If you sell things for less than that, people will like you more. They will come back with more money, and later when you have things that you can sell for $20,000, you'll be able to sell those. Otherwise, they won't have that much money and won't be able to buy it. Because basically what will happen is if you sell things often enough times close enough to the price that they are willing to pay, and everybody has a different price that that is. You just kind of have to figure out by guessing. They begin to love you. Kind of. You'll see little hearts above their head. And if they get enough of these, they will come in with more money and be able to buy more expensive things. If you don't do this, then after about the second week, you will not be able to sell enough. You'll not be able to move enough volume of the things with a lower profit margin to pay off your debt. Because your debt pretty much increases extremely exponentially. Uh, Let me open it up real quickly. I have one on the second week. Because I died terribly on the third week. And I can tell you when on the second week your debt is. The first week your debt is like $5,000, which is not terrible. I found that hard getting to that. Oh, the $10,000? Yeah, I think it's – oh, actually it's ten. The $10,000 is hard, yes. Um, But it's doable. The trick is to go into the dungeon more than once. But the next week is like $60,000 or something insane. And I wow. have yet to figure out how you do that. Uh, when you go into the one, the other things that are somewhat bad about it, besides that, it's just incredibly hard. Uh, are that the controls are weird? I'm I play computer games. I'm used to pl- controlling things, even dungeon crawling games, with my mouse. There is absolutely no mouse controls with this at all. Um, you use the arrow keys and you use about three buttons when you're in uh, the the dungeon. You use the arrow keys and one button when you're out of it. But I'm constantly, after not playing it for a while, trying to move around to my mouse and pick things on the screen until I figure out, oh, that's right. I can't do that. Uh, But when you're not in your store, you can wander around to different places like the tavern, the pub, the church, or the 
uh, adventuring guild. The adventuring guild is where you go when you want to go into a dungeon. The funny things happen either in the pub or the town or the city center where you meet various characters, various things happen. These um, – the, the in the towns and in the pubs is where you meet new people that you can actually take with you into the dungeons. So can you go to different towns? Because I mean like I – No, it's only one town only one as town. far as I can tell. Okay. Um, you also have merchant levels. And as you go up in merchant levels, you can sell more things. You gain the ability to decorate your store, and you actually have to worry about how you decorate your store if you want to attract a certain type of customer. Uh, The people that you go into the dungeons with, you can actually increase their skill levels. Uh, They level up just by being in the dungeon in the first place. But if you can trick them into buying something useful from your store, because most of the time what they buy is crap, uh, then they actually have it when they go into the dungeon with you, and they're stronger. To do that, you're going to have to sell it to them for next to nothing, but in, in the long run, it ends up doing it. Uh, the second week is 30000 not sixty. I was wrong about that. Oh, okay. I mean, like, what but I would still, do... It's still ridiculously hard. Oh, yeah. I, I finally figured and, out, like, after the fact, it's like, okay, I got to buy the long sword, give it to Louie. And then, right. I, and then I did and a much better job. And if he job. doesn't buy it, you can give it to him well, yeah. when you're in the dungeon. Yeah. The only problem with that is that takes up space, and you are limited with the number of things that you can take out of the dungeon. Yeah, right. Oh, so what? So what? Well, One everything space? you take out of the dungeon, you can sell. Yeah, right? but You still, can sell it without any overhead. That longsword, so especially in the first dungeon, helps you out a ton. Hmm? That longsword helps you out a ton. You get like oh, it does. It a does. ton of base yes. space. But certainly, but you know, you go into that dungeon twice, you can get enough things to um, sell to make the first week. I Unfortunately, the, uh... now I have been through the second dungeon. Now I finally beat it after the fir- after getting my guy up to level ten by going three <laughs> times through the first dungeon. Because uh, you do have bosses in these dungeons, and they're really difficult. Um, so, I mean, if you're looking for you know, if you like Torchlight, if you've downloaded that from Steam, the dungeons are not that good, but they're the same style. Uh, it's humorous. It's extremely humorous. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously thinking about getting Capitalism Ho and putting it on my, on my car as a bumper sticker because it's just so funny. Um, and there's a great um, advertisement or that a fan-made advertisement that I'm going to have uh, – Jellicoon put up on his website because if, it's not effective if I try to read it to you. Yeah, and it's, it's rather blue, so uh, it would not be appropriate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, whatever. But but it's, um, it's very, very funny. The game is very funny. Hey, I'm driving traffic to our website, man. Oh, um, I mean, game yes. is very funny, very much worth. I mean, it cost me 20 bucks. I've gotten way more than 20 bucks of enjoyment after, out of it, and I haven't really played it that much. But you know, recognize that it will frustrate you. Oh, hell yeah. Okay? Find forums online to talk about it. Um, the best way in the beginning to raise your merchant levels really quickly, which is important because then you can actually get better things to sell, is to sell, try and sell things around 110 or 105 markup rather than 130. You can go into... Um, Links where if you sell things a bunch of times in at the first 
that the first time you try to sell it without having them haggle you about the price, your merchant level goes up faster. You get more experience. Uh, you can also have chains in the dungeon, but I have yet to see any difference in, of anything happening. You don't seem to get more item drops, and you don't seem to get more experience from the monsters if you have uh, chains of killing the same monster one right after the other. But gotcha. So overall, I would give this an 8. Uh, you know, it's simple. How much is it's, it on Steam? Yeah, on Steam, well, I think I got it for 20 oh, I mean, it's go. pretty cheap on Steam. Let me look. Can't complain uh, about price. It's, uh, it's definitely worth $20. And as I say, it's an early company that's doing new, so it's basically a fan translation, um, but it's very, very professional. So give them your support. Uh, so, and, and it's definitely worth giving them your support because, I mean, we're gonna get, we would get games this way that we would never see. Nobody else is gonna, would bring this over, Nothing and we would have missed out on an incredible bit of humor. Uh, and for a while, I don't think it is anymore – but, uh, huh, it's not actually coming up anymore. Ah, Steve broke Steam. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, it, uh, I think for a while it was one of the best selling games on Steam. I don't think it is anymore. Wow. But, uh, okay, well, thank you for that review. Yeah, it's only 20 bucks. Oh, and yeah, it is definitely worth 20 bucks. Download the demo if you know, see if you like it. If you do, I definitely say it's worth getting. There you go. All right. Another show in the can. Yep. There's anything else? Sorry, this one was a little shorter, but my co-host has a cold, so. I do. It sucks. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, We don't need four-hour episodes every time anyway. Maybe that's right. That's right. We got we to gotta spread the goodness out. Exactly. So thanks, everybody. Episode 90 in the can. In the can, boy. Hey, thanks for listening. For more information about this or older episodes, visit www.bonsaibeat.com or subscribe to us in iTunes by searching The Bonsai Beat. You can also follow us on Twitter, username Jellocoon, or send comments, questions, and feedback to our email, bonsaibeat at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voicemail at Skype, username Jellocoon. If you are looking for other great anime podcasts, check out Otakast Radio. That's O-T-A-K-A-S-T. Hit their website at www.otacastradio.com. 